Schmitty here with an update. Gogurts are, in fact, still available for purchase. Woo! Tricks, on the other hand, R.I.P., uh, Sweet Bunny, you are no longer. So, oh my he grew up. <laughs> the kids aren't there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So everybody out there, go get your fucking go-gurts because Schmitty loves them. Warning. The following events are based on personal accounts and recollections of three friends who too often find themselves in odd, weird, and flat-out absurd situations. We ask that you only enjoy the stories as they are told and do not try them at home. Please listen at your own risk. Bitches. You know what I'm thankful for? What? Stupid jokes. Y'all want to hear a joke? No. Yes. Uh-oh. What kind of bees produce milk? Boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. It has been canceled. <laughs> By us. I'll be here all week. You need a roommate. <laughs> Welcome to episode six. Wow. Okay. Um, There's some everyone's trauma going on. <laughs> that I might thought so hard too. Everyone's like looking at each other, trying to figure. I out. I don't think we've all ever been this speechless for this long, ever. Ned tells me a dad joke every fucking day, and uh, I think that's the worst one I've ever heard. I, you know, I think you need to share one with him now. <laughs> Don't. No, you will ruin your cred. <laughs> you gonna dump your ass. Yeah, no one needs to hear that again. You might, your relationship might not make this one. <laughs> Anyways, welcome again to episode six of Stories from a Phone Book. This one's titled, Someone Got Basted for Friendsgiving. And boy, did they. I'm Eric. I'm Chris. And I'm Sarah. And on this episode, we have another special guest. Give it up for Schmitty. What's up, bitches? You've been our favorite guest host so far. Oh my god, you're so sweet. (laughs) By popular demand. (laughs) (laughs) The people called and we answered. Episode five was just such a hit. You just had to get it back for six. It's not easy being this famous. <laughs> I Let me show you. <laughs> I don't know yet, but I will soon. Where's oh, the boy. bottle service? Okay, so episode six is going to be about our first Friendsgiving. Me and Chris had moved into what you would call um, an urban environment. And we had our own place and decided that we're going to throw a Friendsgiving for all of our friends. And we're, you know, instead of getting the turkey, we're going to get a ham and everyone will bring side dishes and we'll just invite the whole lot. And it's just going to be a great time. And you attended, didn't you, Schmitty? Yes, in the urban environment where I might have gotten shot if I was out too late. Urban environment is putting it lightly. Yeah, we're going to put that in quotations. (laughs) We had an amusement park across the street. All right. So, to paint a picture of what this urban environment was like, the first week I moved in, someone got jumped outside our apartment. Remember when scampers picked up a hooker outside the house? 
Yet again, picked up is a loose term when the hooker gets into your truck. Not a whole lot you can do. Besides lock your fucking truck. Well, he drove her around. Well, yeah. And I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) Scampers could have told her, get out of my truck. Instead, he's like, you want to ride? He could have just said no in the first place. Like, it's not like... Well, she just opened the door and hopped in. Yeah. She reached in because his car was on... Or his window was down. She reached in and unlocked the car and got in. But he could have been like, get out of my car. Instead, he's like, where can I take you? <laughs> he gave her a ride. But what do we expect from scampers? A very nice thing to do. Just a For unique Uber. situation. Um, no. If a hooker gets into my car, I'm politely asking her to leave, especially in the neighborhood that we were in. Like, hey, she could have been taking him somewhere to get robbed and like, shot. That doesn't not make it a unique situation. <laughs> This was a unique house in an urban environment. And we wanted to invite all of our friends for some ham. (laughs) So we want more people there. We need everyone else to experience this with us. Isn't there like power in numbers? (laughs) They're like, you all need to be here. They can't shoot us all. (laughs) Oh. They can't rob us all. (laughs) Turns out they make instruments to shoot us all. It's called a machine gun. (laughs) Ooh, that's... There was a lot we had to you know, figure out, and Sarah and I were both working at the time. Um, so I, I very distinctly remember going to grocery store on my way home because I needed some festive beers, and taking longer than I should have to pick out said festive beers. What? You had a hard time making a decision? It was a build your own six pack, and there were a lot of options. There always are. I had to go pick up my stuff and. I mean, we both got off kind of late, so we were kind of rushing home to get the ham, because we were responsible for the ham. So we had to get home and get that started, and it was already kind of a mess. And what a Friendsgiving it was. So I think I got home before you did, and I was helping set up, and people started to show up. And our friend, we're going to call him Beardy Locks. He has a luscious beard. He does. Gave us, he's got just good hair. Like, in general, that man has a beautiful set of hair. He's a beautiful human being. He is. We love you, Beardy Locks. So, Beardy Locks calls me. He's like, hey, we're going to the store. <laughs> Beardy Locks, Beardy Locks, where the fuck you want to be? <laughs> Booby Locks. <laughs> I feel like every episode we feature somebody we really love. Last and then there's scampers. How much you can't say? Every box scampers. God damn it, scampers. This episode has nothing to do with him. Like, you remember when he picked up a hooker? <laughs> wasn't even part of it. Like, oh, also. He's so dumb! <laughs> we love uh, some Beardy Locks, though. <laughs> yeah, but Beardy Locks, try all of them. You're quality. But that's scamper. <laughs> the bartender in Cozumel. <laughs> we read it. <laughs> we make friends everywhere we go. So Beardy Locks gives me a call and is like, hey, we're going to the store. Do you guys need anything? And Beardy Locks was bringing his cousin, who we're going to call... Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> That's so creepy. <laughs> Daddy. If I would have known we were uh, this is a group thing, I would have chimed in. So Beardy Locks and uh, Daddy were going to the store and they asked if we needed anything. And I was like, why don't you just get a couple bottles of wine? Because we decided that we were going to host Friendsgiving on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. So to keep things classy. <laughs> We were going to do beer and wine only. No liquor. So, the, Well, the idea was, because we had hosted Halloween, so tease another episode, we wanted, and can't tell Halloween was a little excessive, 
people were going home who were coming into town to see us, we wanted to keep things light and classy. So well, we said no liquor. <laughs> and also the idea was that all of us would have to see our families the next day. So let's just keep this nice. This will be friendly. A classy event. So I'm going to just grab a couple bottles of wine. They show up with a 30-pack of Bud Light and um, a box of wine. Like, that was what they brought us. Of course, he then brings in this giant bowl of mashed potatoes. And he was so excited. He was like, my mother made these. She was so happy to make these for us. And they were the best mashed potatoes. We've never met this woman. At I this love point, her we so had never much, met this though. woman. Yeah. No, right. At the time, we had never met her, but she made this giant bowl of mashed potatoes, and they were the best mashed potatoes. <laughs> right. And, I mean, he brought these mashed potatoes in with Daddy, and was just going on and on about how she was so excited that he was doing Thanksgiving with his friends, and um, I think he, he brought, they brought pies and rolls. Like, they went all out. They brought so much oh, stuff yeah. to no, our she house. Oh, yeah. made pies, too. I forgot about that. And I'm like, okay, why well, invite anybody else? He brought hey, the whole yeah. entire, like, meal. Like, great. We made And a ham. box of wine. And so, yeah, he brings this box of wine. I'm not going to lie. I really underestimated how much wine is in a box of wine. I'm pretty sure it's, like, five bottles. I think it's, it's something absurd. Like it's a lot of wine. <laughs> I really thought that it was going to last us for maybe an hour and we would like be done with the whole thing. But other, other people sl- slowly start trickling in and gets to the point where we're ready to eat. So, um, how many people were there? Um, 15, I think. 15? Yeah, I was going to say around 15. Like it was a they, good group. Cause Beardy Locks and Daddy kind of arrived in the middle. Because I remember a lot of us were sitting in your bedroom playing Mario Kart for a while. Oh, like I adults. forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, on the Nintendo like, 64. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, there. I mean, there was a good crowd. And we all ate in the kitchen, I think. Like, no one spread out. And it's not a big kitchen. It was the smallest kitchen. It was an L-shaped counter and everyone just kind of stood around with their plates eating, trying to cut their hand. Like it was a big mess, but we wanted it to feel like a Thanksgiving meal. And yeah, no, it was a terrible one. This was the first time any of us had met daddy. (laughs) So, Oh yeah. You guys didn't have the pleasure of meeting him before this. I'd hung out with him a few times, but Oh yeah. He came to town because he's from out of state and he's a good time. So other people show up, we start eating it's a good time. We're just drinking. We're enjoying seeing people that we don't really normally get to see. Well, Someone Scamps also has to work, and he shows up fashionably late. Typical Scamps. Actually, no, it's not date. typical Scamps. He usually shows no, up two days usually, early. Yeah. <laughs> After his date with Hooker. And Priorities. I very vividly remember I was sitting at the table with Beardy Locks and Daddy, and Scamps pulls out... <laughs> That's quite the dynamic duo right there, Beardy Locks and Daddy. It sounds like the story of the three bears. <laughs> yeah, except this one sold at Hustler. Right. We had Daddy Bear and Beardy Locks. Ooh. Anyway, that's like the section in the back of the store. Yeah. This is not bestiality. Beardy Locks and the three daddies or something. Anyway, so Scamps arrives fashionably late. Like, late enough that I had already put food away. And pulls out our leftover ham and a bottle of mustard. Because Scamps really likes mustard. 
and warms up a he plate is, of ham. Like, really, really likes. Like, we need to touch on this. He <laughs> really, really likes mustard. Like, he will openly say it's his favorite condiment. Like, I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Like, that, he will eat that with anything. French fries, mustard. Like, he just enjoys... <laughs> he'll eat with anything. French fries. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the lens. He even what? puts it on his burgers. <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> So, we have this box of wine, and uh, I don't think either of us have ever really drank a box of wine. Not that I can really think of. It turns out... We're all Catholic. Well, it turned out... Sorry, we don't drink it from the nip. ...something we were too classy for. (laughs) Or, yes. And that would be box wine. That would be box wine. Leave it to this group to say we're having a classy party and to still churn it trashy. Like, we found... We're like, there's that loophole. We're going in. Well, this goes back to what we said before... We always mean well. We have the best of intentions, always. Uh, the yeah. execution is very subpar. So, we have a box of wine. And at this point in our life, and I think it still stands true to this day, we have to finish all of the liquor or booze that we have because we are savages. We don't like wasting things. I, I think We're very Pal eco-friendly. Like episode two, Mama didn't raise no bitches. Ain't that the fucking truth. Except for scampers. <laughs> <laughs> Love these games. So we had a box of wine. And uh, I would say for this group, a uh, box of wine is pretty low on the totem pole of classiness for us. Um, and that says a lot. And that, that does say quite a bit. Uh, but I don't think we'd ever really fucked around with a, a box of wine before. So we had only seen what we saw on the Instagram at the time and that you slapped the fucking bag. So we slapped that bitch and we drank from its teat. I just remember being in the kitchen and... And I just remember daddy flipping around this chair was like, take a seat. And he comes up behind me and just has me lay my head. <laughs> so erotic. <laughs> <laughs> he has I can't me. wait to hear this. <laughs> and he has me lean my head back over the chair. And he just takes the bag of wine, puts it over my mouth, and just starts draining it. And this entire time, he's slapping the bag. Why we're slapping the bag, I have no idea. But it's a lot harder than you think to swallow that wine when it's just coming out of the bag so fast. And he's just going through it. We're just trying to get rid of this wine as quick as possible. And I think I pretty much one of the... I fucked up. I remember that. I remember I was like, stop, stop, stop. The wine's like pouring down my face. Yeah, when it's just hitting the back of your heart, it's just, it's just hard to swallow, right? Right. And like daddy's yeah. right behind me. <laughs> and, and daddy's behind you. You can't swallow. It's not easy being you right now. <laughs> It's not. And then I'm like, Beardy Locks, your turn. <laughs> Come get it from Daddy. <laughs> anyway, so we, you know, do our damage. We, you know, finish off the wine, do our damage on the beer, and we start chilling after. Uh, trying to clean everything up so it's not an absolute wreck the next morning. I don't think we quite said that the uh, gunshots out- outside might have been mistaken for fireworks, there, but they're probably fucking gunshots. There was at one point, so after I cleaned up dinner, I took the dogs or the dog out because we had Garen at that point, and I'm wandering around the backyard, and there were gunshots going off. Because I, I remember sitting by the little like porch outside the back door with Garen, and there's gunshots going off, and shortly after... Y'all were outside eating sandwiches. And I'm like, you guys are crazy standing outside while people are shooting guns. Well, so there was still a lot going on inside as well. After slapped the bag and lots of beer was drank and many mixed drinks, there was a lot going on. 
once we finished slap the bag and we finished the beer, this is the problem. And we didn't think it through. We finished the wine. We finished the beer. We are proud. We're also drunk. And so now we're like, get the liquor. <laughs> so what next, guys? Yeah, yeah, we're like, well, now we're thirsty. <laughs> we, it's important to stay hydrated. We had finished all of the alcohol that we planned on drinking. Therefore, we must move to the alcohol we did not plan on drinking. Again, we always mean well. <laughs> Good intentions, really. Great planning. Poor execution is the moral of every episode. Yeah, we forgot to hide the liquor from us. <laughs> we are our own worst enemies. Anyway, so that goes on for a while. I believe there were shots being poured, and and then it just goes back to the typical group gathering that we have, as I'm sure you all have noticed. Well, I think eventually we pulled out the tequila. That, yeah. Well, see, that's where we go wrong every time. Episode three, you'll find out. (laughs) Tequila comes out, and once again, we're not animals. There's limes and salt involved because, you know, we're grown-ass adults. We're sophisticated. And we're, we are educated, and that's what you do. We're prepared. Yeah. No, this is our bougie party. Bougie party requires limes for tequila. <laughs> exactly. And I... Who doesn't have lime with our Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah, as we're drinking El Toro. <laughs> <laughs> so at one point, when limes were being passed around, along with the tequila shots, I don't know if we were short on limes, but Beardy Locks had a lime in his mouth, and Chris needed a lime. So, Chris and Beardy Locks exchanged that lime without using any hands. <laughs> so, we were probably playing truth or dare. And someone dared Chris to take the lime from Beardy Locks's mouth using his mouth. And for once, Chris wasn't a bitch, and he did it. Big and trouble. we decided more materials for this party were needed. So, Beardy Locks called in reinforcements. Beardy Locks has a great family. And one of his other cousins we're going to call her Soko, was, I think she was at another party and was finally free and was like, hey, let's hang out. And so Beardy Locks like, do you care if she comes? And I'm like, no, absolutely. Go ahead and invite her. It's fine. And so Beardy Locks is like, okay, well, Soko's coming. Like, I think we should get some sandwiches for Soko. Because Soko... Soko likes sandwiches. And so does Beardy Locks. They love a good sandwich. So as um, Beardy Locks and Soko are looking for a great sandwich, I just happen to know a great sandwich maker in town um, who I had been hooking up with at the time. So I convinced Beardy Locks to drive me to said sandwich maker's house to pick up... sandwich maker's Jared? Sure. Uh, we're going to call sandwich maker Jared. So we drive to said sandwich maker's house and I am he was learning... I think he was open all hours. I have to clarify with Beardy Locks on exactly what kind of sandwich he would like and how much of a sandwich he would like because I am a novice to sandwiches. So we end up at Jared's house and I go upstairs to talk to Jared about a fine sandwich that I would like to purchase from him. And Jared suggests that I get basted for said sandwich. Um, Basted in the butt. So, what were you basted with? A baster. Plastic. Black. Baster. Huh. I think I'm going to need more detail. (laughs) I don't quite understand. Could you please continue? Wait, wait, wait. So, Jared versus using his own... Baster. Baster. 
decided to use a plastic baster that he had already in the house? Correct. Why did Jared have a plastic baster? Jared liked his plastic baster? Jared liked also being basted. Jared basted himself? Not that I know of. Why did Jared like his plastic baster? So you got a used baster? You used Jared's baster? (laughs) At the time, I was not considering the cleanliness of the sandwich shop. Or the basters. We just needed sandwiches, guys. Schmitty came through with the sandwiches for Beardy Locks and Soko. And myself. And Beardy Locks had stayed in the car. He was not involved with the sandwich maker. Nobody necessarily knew that I got basted until quite a few days later, I believe. I will say shortly after um, I secured the sandwiches, I believe uh, I had to go home for the evening and I left the party. I don't blame you. It wasn't a night. A night to remember. But boy, oh boy, what did I miss at this party? While while Schmitty's getting basted, you know... Scampers is doing her his his normal thing. He's pushing more shots. He's trying to get everything moving because we broken into the liquor we thought we would not touch, and he probably had jigglers, which are dangerous. Was a, a normal occurrence at this time, and he's just doing scamps things, force feeding everyone shots. It's his go to move. Anyway, so in the meantime, Beardy Locks's cousin shows up with more sandwiches. And she's a lot of fun. She's kind of wild. She dares Daddy, who, by the way, has been, after Slap the Bag, has been putting down a case of beer. She then dares him to chug half a bottle of liquor. Daddy's not one to disappoint, is he? Daddy chugs <laughs> Daddy's lots all about of first liquor. impressions. Daddy comes through. Daddy likes a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy's very good at swallowing his fluids. And, uh, it. Face me, Daddy. No matter how pungent Daddy swallows. Look, oh. Looking back to the surprise of no one, things went downhill from there. <laughs> we thought it was bad already. This was the turning point. Yeah. Daddy had been, he had almost a whole case of beer. He had probably over half a box of wine. And now he's chugging straight liquor. Well, I mean,. Like we said, he came in with a case of beer, and Beardy Locks is like, guys, don't worry. He's from West Virginia. He does this all the time. He'll be fine. And he's a big guy. And, yeah, he's a big, and, and like he does this all the time. And he was fine until he chugged the liquor. He was up fine until, until he the, wasn't. Yeah, up until Soko encouraged him to chug that liquor, he was doing okay. I think that was what just kind of, I think he started mixing at that point, and that's what pushed him over the edge. And it was, and was so done. much so fast. I mean, he chugged that, that, that liquor. Yeah, Daddy can swallow. He sure can. And he had basically passed out in the kitchen. And he, again, he's a bigger guy, so we weren't able to help move him. So we provided him with a sleeping bag and probably a pillow. I think we were nice. Yeah, again, well, best of intentions. Yeah, and it was just he wanted to lay down there, and that was where he wanted to stay. So, yes, we got him a sleeping bag. We got him his pillow. And we're like, okay. I mean, no one else is going to want to sleep in the kitchen, so sure. Why not let him have his spot? He can have all the space he wants. Right. Why would we tell him no? No one else is going to want that. Okay. We are great hosts. This is our 
sophisticated party. At sophisticated parties, you give people what they want. He wanted to sleep on the kitchen floor. So daddy falls asleep on the floor and we all are like, okay, let's be nice and let's move this party into the living room and we'll let him sleep. Well, then we start hearing noises coming from the kitchen and we're like, hey, Beardy Locks, did you go check on daddy? He looks yeah. like there's some issues. Yeah, we can hear there's movement going on. Right. Like, and it's not like just like stirring. Like there's something happening. Daddy is in the kitchen doing snow angels. Without the snow. And he's like giggling. I remember him giggling to himself while he's doing these snow angels. He thought he was, was so, so yes, funny. he thought he was so funny. And then we noticed daddy pissed himself. <laughs> he's doing snow angels in his own piss. <laughs> Don't you eat that yellow snow. <laughs> And he, and like, maybe that's part of the reason he's laughing. I don't know, but it is the weirdest sight. It's something I never thought I would see is daddy doing snow angels in his own piss in my kitchen. (laughs) It's a sight we'll never forget. So after that, I think that was kind of like, okay, we've seen it all. It's time to go to bed. Like, there's nothing else. Let's all just go to sleep. And naturally what we do at these parties is about seven bodies ends in my queen bed and a few people end up on the couch. We had a couch, a recliner, a futon, and people all kind of dropped there. And then I think, Chris, you were in your own bed with the dog. Yeah, I had my room to myself. <laughs> He's not very hospitable. I, no one likes you, I think, is the... I mean, me and the dog... You take up more take space up than seven people do in Sarah's bed. <laughs> you had one that laid across the headboard, and then you had a row of three, and then you had a row of three that laid below that other three. And we all thought this was a good idea. And again, there were a lot of other options. We didn't take any of them. We all were in my bed. Yeah, well, so again, Daddy was still in the kitchen. We couldn't get him up. He was pretty much dead weight. He didn't want to move. So we basically just let him there again. He had his pillow and his sleeping bag, so he was fine. And right next to the kitchen is the living room. And I was laying on a futon in there, and Beardy Locks was on the couch. I was almost asleep. But I hear, again, more stirring coming from the kitchen. I was like, oh, God, now what? Well, I hear Daddy get up, and he's walking around, and he stumbles out of the kitchen, hardly able to stay on his feet. And the futon is kind of like right up against the doorway to the kitchen. And he kind of turns the corner and falls right on top of me, but he catches himself. And I'm just laying there. My life flashed before my eyes because I thought he was just going to lay right on top of me. I'm like, oh, this isn't going to feel good. And I know he's not getting up. <laughs> You're going to have daddy's piss all over you. Daddy, yeah. And daddy is wet and he's going to be all over me. And it's going to be an interesting encounter. What but again, he, it, it was quite the night. But he caught himself. And I don't know what he did at that point. He kind of turned around and started walking back towards the kitchen. Then he stumbled and tripped and fell into the Christmas tree. <laughs> he took it out and shattered some ornaments. A one-man wrecking crew at this point. <laughs> he was. Our classy party's out the window. <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise. And at this point, Beery Locks woke up, and he's now he's just mad. He's like, what the fuck are well, you doing? God forbid anything wake up Beery Locks oh, from his sleep. Yeah, you don't disturb him. <laughs> and it's then Daddy gets back up somehow. And then stumbles towards the front door, opens up the door, and walks out. And I'm just laying there. I'm I'm basically just in shock at this point. It's, again, it's our, light out at this point. Yeah, like, it's it's like out. six, seven in the morning. In our urban environment, Daddy just stumbled outside, drunk as shit at a place he's never been. 
And Beardy Locks is just like, God damn it, Daddy. He said his real name. It wasn't that weird. And so he runs out after him. Oh, no, no, no. He goes, God damn it, Daddy, not again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then I'm like, okay, this has happened before. <laughs> why, wow. were, why weren't we warned? Yeah, I, I should I wanted to sign a waiver. <laughs> Seriously. So Beardy Locks gets up and follows him outside. And the door closes, and I'm just kind of sitting up in the futon, having no idea what's happened. Because it's not like where they just, he grabs him and come, comes back in. They're outside. There's no noise. There's nothing. I'm like, oh, they're just gone. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But then a minute later, they come flying back in. I was like, what happened? He's like, oh, you just had to go piss. <laughs> so he comes back inside. Daddy, no, Bearded Locks tells Daddy, go take a shower. And at first, he leaves Daddy to figure it out on his own. And Daddy stumbles into my bedroom oh, and yeah. walks in and starts flicking the light on and off. <laughs> <laughs> and, me, <laughs> and I just kind of like sit up. Me and Scamper just kind of sit up. And we just kind of look at him like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and he just said, <laughs> and then just leaves. <laughs> and again, just wanders out into the night. And we're like, we don't know where he went. We don't know where he went. Because now there's no, there's no went, more lights right. on. And it, then we hear the bathroom light kick on with the fan, and he goes into the bathroom. We're like, okay, whatever. Anything that he could do in there, it can be washed. It's fine. <laughs> Have at it, Daddy. If Live a, your yeah, life. If there's a place to make a mess, I, I guess it's in the bathroom. Right. I'm like, have at it, Daddy. Destroy my bathroom. I don't give a shit. Like, it's fine. Place to make a mess in the bathroom in the kitchen. That's why we left him in the kitchen, right? Yes, he was very responsible where he made his messes. Easy cleanup. Yeah, process. he was in the kitchen. He went outside. Yeah. To be fair, to what a good a boy. Time, things could have yeah, been. Yeah, what a good boy, Daddy. <laughs> good boy, Daddy. You made outside wet too. <laughs> it must be a West Virginia thing. It's gotta be. He needs the air, the air from outside touching the tip of his penis, and he's like, "I'm good." <laughs> nothing like a crisp Thanksgiving morning on the tip of that dick. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The sun is coming. ready for turkey. That's what the pilgrims felt. <laughs> yeah, the sun is coming up Thanksgiving morning, and the very faint sunlight is the only light in this house, and Daddy had just locked himself in the bathroom. And again, everyone is now awake. Everyone is like, okay. Well, I guess not everyone, but a majority of the people are awake, and everyone is so stunned by what Dad did that everyone's like, do we go back to like what do you, uh where do we what do we do now like do we just go back to sleep until this is a thing or like do we like see how this plays out like what do you do next yeah is he gonna hurt himself yeah Beardy Locks and I are awake because he was crashing through the living room like a wrecking ball and then you guys are all awake because he flicked your light on and off thirty five times well and Beardy Locks is screaming we've got to be at church in an hour like he's oh yeah because so they're going to mass on Thanksgiving for Beardy Locks. Yeah. He, he does find his way to the bathroom. He does actually, eventually, we think, take a shower, right? We, and we don't know if he took a shower, but we heard the shower kick the on. The shower was at least on. Nope, nobody was supervising Daddy in the shower, but he was in the bathroom. So he eventually, you know, waters off, wanders his way back out, and nothing but a towel at this point because old clothes are soiled. I'm asleep to this point. Uh, for Somehow I, I slept through all that. When I woke up, was the point where Daddy walks out in his towel and wanders into... So between... it's This is a three-bedroom house. And bathroom is on one end next to Sarah's bedroom, and then my bedroom is on the other end. Between our two bedrooms is a closet where I kept some of my clothes. It's like a hall closet. It, right, yeah. Daddy thought this was a door somewhere. 
So, <laughs> Daddy. Not wrong. It's <laughs> He opens the door and tries to wander in. Well, it's a closet. There's not much room. He hits the hangers. <laughs> and he stopped. And, <laughs> but he knocked shit all over the place. He had one foot in the closet. His face plastered up against a hanger. And he went to sleep. He went back to bed. <laughs> he fell closet. asleep standing up in a closet with nothing but a towel on, resting his head on some hangers. Like, it's been a rough morning. That towel did not fall either. Like. <laughs> yeah, he, he did a good job wrapping that towel da- around. Daddy ties a good knot. <laughs> daddy likes it tight. <laughs> you ain't getting out unless Daddy wants you out. <laughs> so, I think, if I remember correctly, he was in the bathroom for so long that we all kind of dozed off a little bit. Like, to the point that, like, we weren't, like, like, he had enough time to step into the closet and fall asleep before any of us noticed, like, uh, there's a, there's a guy sleeping in our closet. Because I remember me and Scamps got up, and I went to go check people, because for some reason, I was convinced that Eric was underneath my bed asleep. And I was like, we need to <laughs> And I'm laying on the futon just watching the show, because I'm a, I'm a light sleeper, so I know daddy's walking around doing God knows what. Oh, I remember I told Scamps, I was like, we need to save Eric, he's under the bed. <laughs> I don't know why you thought. Not, not again, Eric. <laughs> yeah, not this again. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was like, okay, like, let's go out. And we step out into the, like, the hallway, and Scampers went to the bathroom, and then I kind of just looked to my right, and I'm like, uh, Scamps, there's a body in the closet. <laughs> yeah. Who is that? Why are they there? Are they alive? <laughs> and I'm like, then I wander around to the room, like, uh, guys, there's uh, someone in my closet. I want to know who this is. Why did you put him here? Like, I don't understand. Why is daddy in my closet? Yeah. At this point, everyone's awake and is standing up looking to see what's going on. And, and then we just start taking pictures like good friends. <laughs> right. Because, like, this doesn't happen, at, like, multiple times in your lifetime. You get one shot at this to get a picture of daddy in the closet <laughs> in his towel. <laughs> After what the train wreck this night was. <laughs> And so then I remember Beardy Locks is just pissed. He is yelling, Daddy, get your clothes on. You have to go. <laughs> Daddy, you have to go to the laundromat to wash your sleeping bag. You're not taking that to my parents' house. We've got to be at church. Grab your shit. And he's just pissed. And Beardy Locks is kind of, again, gathering up his bowl of mashed potatoes, <laughs> gathering up all of his pie dishes. <laughs> and he was like, I'm sorry, guys. Thanks for having us. And they just leave. They walk out the door. And... Well, poor Beardy Logs is so fed up at this point. Like, like he just... He needs, he needs to get Daddy out. Well, because they have to get to church. And he's like, you need to sober up to be ready to go to church. They're going to church with the entire family. And Beardy Logs is like, Daddy, you can't be drunk at church. <laughs> at this point, Beardy Logs might need a sandwich. No, Beardy Locks definitely needed a sandwich. Needed and a Daddy needed something to sober his ass up. <laughs> like a pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like pie and mashed potatoes, which is probably what Beardy Locks fed him in the car. Yeah, maybe Jesus. <laughs> maybe Jesus. <laughs> I remember talking to Beardy Locks after this whole entire thing happened. And I was like, yeah, how'd you guys do at church? And he was so embarrassed. He goes, the entire time, Daddy was singing off-key compared to everyone else in the and church. he's about two beats behind. Right, Daddy was just, like, <laughs> off, and he was like, so everyone keeps staring at him, and his eyes are slowly closing, like, he's trying to be... <laughs> yeah, his eyes are closing, and if anyone's ever been to a Catholic Mass, you know, it's sit, stand, kneel, sit, stand, kneel, stand, kneel, sit, sit, kneel, stand, kneel, and so every time they were 
changing what they were doing. Beardy Locks is over here slapping him. Get up. Stand up. Sit down. Just <laughs> trying to help him what to do because he's so drunk and hardly awake. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, poor Beardy Locks. What good Catholic boys. <laughs> yeah. Beardy Locks and Daddy. Now, we have another friend of ours that attended this shit show has family that plays football every Thanksgiving morning. So this was the first year um, Scamps and I were invited to this family football party. Now, I, because of the hellstorm that had just happened, I decided not to go, but Scamps decides to go. Now, we've already discussed how much alcohol was consumed at this party. Our friend puked on multiple occasions during this football party. So, our friend, the engineer, was the one who's hosting football, and I remember he was getting ready to leave, and he walked straight out the front door. And gets almost to his car, and finally me and Scamps are like, uh, engineer, like, you you don't have your socks or your shoes on. Like, you're just walking out barefoot. And he's like, oh, fuck! And he had to come back in and get his shoes. Like, no one was in, for us having a classy party, nobody was in a good condition the following morning. Like, everyone was still drunk. It was bad. I think classy lasted about 15 minutes. It lasted through dinner. Right after oh, the mustard came 20 out. minutes. <laughs> yeah, best the mustard in- showed up. <laughs> like I said, best of intentions. <laughs> yeah. Great plan, poor execution. Yeah. We tried. We tried hard maybe, this Maybe time. next year. Yeah, maybe next time. We try in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from our mistakes. So, like I said, it was just like we did have the best of intentions. We really did try to make this a very formal classy friendsgiving and like usual we just missed the mark a little bit and but we had a great time and it was a great story and it was a good memory but um if you're invited to one of our parties and we say it's classy there's a good chance we're lying (laughs) don't there will be mustard and no matter what we say we're drinking there's probably going to be shots and there will be sandwiches anyway book club if you like what you hear we are on the Insta, stories from the phone book. Stay tuned. We'll be dropping more stories soon. Stay weird. And stay stupid. Sorry, scampers. <laughs> we love you. And I just want to say thank you, Schmitty, for coming on to another episode. You are our favorite guest, and we hopefully you'll come back soon. Happy to provide you guys with uh, great content and uh, my exciting stories. We love you. I love you all.